Welcome to the Self-Realized Podcast with Linton Berkson, where you will shatter your limits. I am not much into the self-help industry as much as I'm into the self-realized individual, which is you. What matters most to you, how you get there, and the obstacles that may be in your way. If you would like to be part of this podcast and part of that discussion, I welcome you here with an open heart, open mind, and open arms. So, without further ado... Let's get on with the podcast. Welcome to the Self-Realized Podcast. Shatter your limits. I am Linton Bergson and this is episode 26, letting go of the past to embrace your future. We often spend our time looking forward to the future and what we can do and how we can accomplish that to enhance our lives and create a better life, not just for ourselves, but also the people we love. Sometimes you don't always realize that what's stopping you realizing your goals and manifesting into reality everything that you would like going forward is simply because there are certain things within your own consciousness and embedded within the cell structure of your body that are holding you back in a very deep and subconscious way that are from your past. And these things work in a very, very subtle way. They're not something that you may always realize or understand are working in a very obvious way to obstruct you from creating the future and the life that you want. For example, if you go out and you have a reaction to a certain person or a situation that isn't necessarily positive, sometimes that reaction that you've had is simply a trigger or a response to something that is reminding you of a situation or a person in your past. When they said something to you, it may not just be something they said that triggered you, it may be also the way they looked. Have you ever heard people say, well, he reminded me of my father? or she reminded me of my mother, or they reminded me of someone I met in the past. That is a trigger. And when we say that, we don't always realize that that is an admission to ourselves that we have all this imagery, as well as language stored within us very deeply, that is allowing us to become restricted in the way that we move in this world. And until we really begin to understand that, and look at that on a much deeper level when we do have these situations as to what the trigger was and what the triggers are in our life, we can't begin to really address them and remove them on a very deep level. Because you might be in the middle of a business deal or having a conversation with someone personally, and you may ruin that deal or you may ruin that conversation not because of anything the person really said, it just reminded you of something someone else said or something that someone else did. And a lot of this comes from our childhood, a lot of imagery and reminders on a very deep level of things in the past that cause us to be very unhappy or uncomfortable. And conversely to that, there are many things that make us feel good from our past and our childhood and memories that we have that we can allow to help us move forward positively in our lives. So there's a very important 
conscious effort that we have to make to look at what I call the imagery of our life, look at the flashbacks, look at the memories, look at what it is that we are conjuring up within ourselves and the language that we use when we are describing the situations and circumstances that are continually manifesting in our lives that are working for us both positively and negatively. Because if you look at the conversation you have with yourself about different situations you have found yourself in that affect you, there's going to be somehow, some way, a reference point as to it affected and bothered you before. It didn't happen once. You'll see a pattern. Patterns of behavior are very important. And there are certain things that you might want to look at and write down and begin to realize that on an ongoing, continual basis, certain things bother you. They may be small. It may be the color that someone wears. It may be the way they eat. It may be the way they breathe. It may be something they said. There's so many different things that affect you and irritate you and me and everybody else that occur over and over and over again. The bigger question is, is that why are they occurring? Where are they coming from? And that deep dive into your own self is going to be the beginning of unraveling that ball of string, untying all the knots that are going to allow you to move past the things that are holding you back that have occurred in your past that are stopping you moving forward now toward the future that you want to build. Letting go of your past is not difficult. I know people may think that, you may think that it is not difficult. It's a process like anything else. You just take a process that you're going to begin to use to begin to make that a reality. Displacing what isn't working now and replace it with what you do want to work with different things that will work for you which are in specific alignment with the goals that you've written down and have. The most important thing is to have your goals written down of where you are and where you would like to go and certain things that you want to accomplish because there are certain things that you're going to have to put into place to make those goals happen. And they're not just financial and they're not just action items that you need to be able to do and certain personality traits that you need to have to make your goals a reality. There's a certain awareness, conscious awareness, that you have to be able to tap into to realize that there are ongoing triggers within you that are petty sometimes and sometimes not always so petty that are stopping you having the relationships that you would like to have in order to achieve and accomplish what it is you set out to do. Think on this for a moment. Have you ever been upset about the tone someone took to you, the way they said something, and that then caused you to back off that person or caused you to not want to be involved with the conversation or not want to engage them personally or professionally, but they could have helped you towards a goal that you were trying to accomplish? Was it the tone of that person truthfully that was upsetting you because that person came to the table, your table, with a personality and probably that tone way before they met you. And if you had no relationship with them before, you really didn't have time to acclimatize with their personality or who they are. 
I found in my own life that sometimes a tone or an attitude that a person brings to the table is not always a problem with them. A lot of times it's a problem with me because I may have taken offense or backed out of the conversation simply because I didn't like the way they said something. It wasn't the content. And I hurt myself. I shot myself in the foot because of the tone. But if I scanned myself and imagine yourself doing that on a regular basis, scanning yourself up and down, just as they do at the grocery store when they go to scan your goods on the way out, sometimes they can't quite catch that label, so they have to keep going over it again and again until they can get the answer, get that price, get it right, and then obviously you can pay for the goods. You have to do the same thing with yourself. So if you want the answers to what's really going on with you and what you need to do to move yourself forward, you have to constantly scan yourself up and down, inside out, to see what it is is preventing you from getting where you need to be. And if the tone of someone, not the content, the tone of what they're saying to you affects you and it's going on continually in your life and it's affecting the results you're getting because you have to be able to work with people. And not everybody is going to speak to you or me the way that we would like in the correct tone. Hopefully they will, but usually if you're trying to get a lot done, you're dealing with a lot of different personalities. So you have to be able to, what I call flex style, your behavior to adapt to different personalities that you are working with. What I call flex style, you have to be able to work with your personality and their personality. And because there are so many, different people speak to different ways. And what I realized for myself is that the tone that people took to me, sometimes I was reacting because my father was very authoritative and he was very demanding and he used a certain tone to me that I really, as a child, didn't care for and growing up certainly didn't care for. And when I began to acknowledge that and realize that in myself, I began to change. I began to give people an opportunity to present themselves without getting into that mode of, well, wait a minute now, I don't like the way you said that. Now, that sounds petty maybe, but if you contemplate on that for a minute, the amount of opportunities that I cost myself and the amount of opportunities that I could have taken if I just given that person more of an opportunity to express themselves and I hadn't come to that conclusion or that trigger within myself, I could have taken a lot more opportunities in my past than I did. So I realized at some point that that was hindering me towards the effective execution of my goals. So I modified that. I changed it. And I began to consciously be aware within myself that if someone came across in a manner that I didn't like or had a tone, I would go the next step and listen to them some more and then ask a clarifying question. For example, I'm not quite understanding exactly where you're coming from. Could you explain it to me in more detail so I can understand it a little better? I'm giving the person the opportunity to expand upon what they've said give a better explanation so I can understand exactly what it is they're trying to get across 
And also I'm giving myself the opportunity to understand their communication style and get to know them a little better. You can do this. I can do this. We can all do this. It's a question of just being willing enough to take that moment to step back and find out what it is that we are choosing, because it's always a choice, to do consistently in our own behavior that is coming from our past, triggered from wherever it came from, that is affecting our communication style, our ability to listen, how we interpret things. And it's so subtle on so many levels. It could even be down to a simple thing like the colors you like. You may, as a child, had a favorite color toy. Conversely, you may have a toy taken away from you by a bully or by someone that you liked. And so when that toy was taken away from you, you associated that color with things being taken away from you. You ever had the experience with yourself or with other people where people say to you things like, I've never liked that color. I've caught myself saying that. I know you have caught yourself saying that about different things, but it's important once you catch yourself saying it to realize, oh, there's a trigger. And when you catch yourself saying it, then try, as I mentioned earlier, to do the scan. Go back, scan yourself and see where that came from because you're the magician. You're going to conjure up or not, as a case may be, what it is you want in your life from the past to the present to make work for you in the most positive way possible. When you're involved with this constant to and fro and back and forth in this world, there's so many alive triggers that we have in our language, in our interactions, that if we're consciously aware of them and are willing to look at them, and I don't mean make it a, a burden on yourself, just be aware of it sometimes when you have been in a situation that has gone awry or has gone the wrong way. And again, if things have gone the right way, be aware of that too. And realize what's working for you by the way you speak, by the way you interact with yourself and other people. You know, sometimes you even say, for example, boy, I, I never knew I did that. I wasn't even aware of it until somebody mentions it to you. But if you get that opportunity that someone mentions something to you and you value that person's opinion and they say to you, you know, you always do that when this happens and you don't even realize you're doing it, there's another opportunity. You become the magician again. You can then do the scan, conjure up whatever it is that you want to in your own life to replace that behavior, to look at things differently, to become that aware individual that realizes that in order for me to move into my future, I have to let go of certain things of my past. And when that becomes a really coherent understanding within yourself and you are willing to look at it and realize that everything is subtle, everything is not always overt, but it is the subtle changes sometimes that will make the biggest changes in your life. Letting go of the past to embrace your future is a very subtle way, but profound realization to begin to help you to achieve and accomplish and manifest the goals that you have set out to accomplish 
for yourself. I sincerely appreciate you listening to the podcast. Please subscribe so you do not miss any upcoming episodes. Whatever platform you're on, please leave a rating and review. I would greatly appreciate it. Any additional information on me, Linton Bergson, and my five-star reviewed book, Purposeful Vision, is available at selfrealize.com, which is all one word. You can also leave any comments or suggestions on the website. I look forward to connecting with you very soon and take good care of yourself.